22, which I actually should have been born on the 14th of February. Um, so as we say, God knows the plans, even while we're in our mother's womb. And he knew what roads I was going to take. He knew that I was going to be one that couldn't wait, maybe not listen to him when I should have done, listen to other people. He knew what he had in store and he knew what road I was going to take. Um, I come from a family um, of my dad, my mum, and my younger brother. We used to go to church, um, Christmas Eve, um, christenings, I was was christened when I was a child. So there's always something around Christian side of things. It wasn't really, really Christian, but as I said, we just really went to, like, you know, Christmas and whatever. Um, I was a girl guide when I was little, and I was also a brownie. I always remember at school, I used to always love assemblies when we used to, like, sing the songs and kumbaya and, you know, I was always with, like, love just singing and whatever. And I always used to like the bit where I remember standing, the children used to stand there and read the prayers of, like, thank you for our doctors and nurses. And I never ever got, actually, you know, got picked to do that. But I used to go home and I always used to kneel by my bed and pray, even when I was a little girl. And obviously God must have heard that. Um, as I got older, I, one of my mum's friends was actually a Christian who she met through like school with my little my brother, um, and she used to go to church. Born again Christian, she had actually turned to God because she had gone through a, quite a dark side um, doing witchcraft or whatever, and she was called by God, and she become like her. Well, she was born again. Uh, she introduced me to her church, and I used to help along at a Sunday school at the age of 18. Um, and then I was invited in 1990, at the age of 18, to actually go along to Holy um, Harvest, Spring Harvest, which was in Mine, I think it was in Mynid or somewhere. Um, and it was like a big Butlins holiday camp, and, you know, people would worship. And my dad, um, like, not so much my brother, but my dad... He was like, why are you going with all the Bible bashers? You know, you're 18. What, what's wrong with you? And I was like, no, I really feel I need to go. And I couldn't really get my head why he was just so angry. But I did listen. I went along. Like, I never listen. Um, and it was the best. And, you know, I was amazed. There was people there, their hands in the air, worshipping. And I was like, oh, it's just so amazing. And then we went to this seminar and... There was this preacher, and there was about God knows how many people was in this seminar. And he was saying, there's people here tonight that I really feel God's saying that they really want to follow me, like follow Jesus and that, but they're actually getting, like, you know, family or people of the family mocking them. And I was like, me. Well, the next thing, I don't know what happened, but I was out for the count. Um... I, all I could see, it was the most beautiful thing and I'll never ever forget and I just want more and more of it. But it was like just really bright lights and my eyes were fluttering like I had butterfly wings on my eyelashes. It was, and as I said, I don't know how long I was out, but when I woke up, there was like people like this around me. I thought, oh my God, I've died. Like, what's going on? And I was crying. And they're like, you've been blessed by the Holy Spirit. So I was like, really? Well, the next day we went along and I was up. Yeah, praising the God and, well, just the confidence. It, it was just so, like, amazing. And, of course, I went back home and my dad said, so did you enjoy it? And I went, yeah. 
I've been touched by the Holy Spirit and they just saw a change in me. So that was really, really the most special thing ever. Um, I got married um, in 97. Um, It was a really violent relationship. I got moved to Norfolk with my son. Well, at the time I wasn't. I I I went with this person, which again, I was pleaded not to go with him by family, but me, stubborn, didn't listen. Um, moved to Norfolk, found out then I was pregnant with Reese after like we'd got married and whatever, got married in 98, moved, got thing. Um, and then my life become hell. Um, I was um, in a violent relationship. I had Reese, who was six months old. Um, he was cheating on me. He was... I found out he'd been inside, loads of things. Um, but God obviously protected me and Reese. Um, I was trying to get moved back because I was in a council place. I was trying to get moved back to my family. And like they were saying, oh, we just can't move you. know, things have got to happen before we can move you. But anyway, God obviously heard and knew I was around. Like, you know, he was in my life. Um, and he actually found me and Reese, somebody to swap houses with. It was just a miracle. So we got moved to Loughton. Um, so me and Reese were living in Loughton. Reese, we moved there when Reese was three. Um, Reese went to Alderton and made, I made friends with a girl. And she introduced Reese to Kids Club, which was what Kate, like, there was quite a lot of, it was from this church, and they used to go around on a Friday, this big orange bus, and used to pick children up at different bus stops or areas and bring them back here. And Reese went, and, yeah, he, it was really nice, like, the leaders, the pastors and that sons, and that really helped Reese and helped me. And I used to cringe, like, on a, like throughout the week, like, there used to be a knock at the door, and it would be Kate, and I was like, oh, my God, they're coming. Like, even though I'd been touched by the Holy Spirit, I was really scared, because I was thinking, oh, they're coming again, they're going to want me to do things and, and whatever. Um, but then, you know, I thought, they're not that bad, because, like, I was so happy for Reese. So Reese grew and grew, and then obviously found out Rich come to this church, because he used to do the Harvest Festival at um, Reese's school. So I got to know Rich, and um, Rich obviously grew up with Rich's two daughters as well. Um, so that was that. Then in 2006, I actually was introduced to my partner, Dennis, um, through a blind date with one of my friends. Um, and, yeah, we, we just hit it off straight away. Um, and again, I didn't trust any man, but God obviously found me at that time, the man of my dreams. He was amazing. Um, in February, uh, so I met, yes, I met Dennis in the June, um, and in the December, Dennis moved in with me. Uh, because I felt really sorry for him. He was like in this little house all on his own, like little room, and it was really horrible. And he, I knew he was just a, a lovely person. Um, and he was within like a few, like just by a few months, you could just tell that he was the father that, you know, 
was going to, like, sort of like father for Reese, really. And, you know, he really, really got on quite well. And um, in 90, two, May 2007, I actually found out that I was pregnant, um, which Dennis was over the moon about. But unfortunately, our world was turned upside down again because I actually had a miscarriage and we lost the baby. Um, and then November 2007, I fell pregnant again with Daniel and it was the most happiest time ever for the two of us because Dennis had previously been married and, you know, his wife had obviously been... Um, she'd had miscarriage, that, so he wasn't really sure if we were going to have a child. So that was one of the best things ever for Dennis. So as time went on... Um, Daniel then got a bit older, and I, through Kids Club, we heard about Jelly Tots, and we, I started bringing Daniel to Jelly Tots, which was a baby group, on a Friday, and that's when I met Kelly, and Chris, and there was loads of other people, made loads and loads of friends, which I'm still really friends with today. Um, and then as time got, um, went on, um, we was then introduced to the church. So we all came along, because Dennis used to come to Jelly Tots with me as well. And we come to the church, and it was really... It was lovely and warming, welcome, this church. It was just amazing. And me and Dennis walked in, and everyone was singing. But the first person that I actually turned my eye to was Michelle. And I just feel that she is my teacher. I don't know, there's just something. But I was just... My eyes were just fixed on her. It was like she was singing and her arms were up. And I was like, oh, that's just how I was at Spring Harvest. Like, if only I could have that back again. And um, so, yeah. Then afterwards, Michelle came over and spoke to me and Dennis. And um, we were standing just out there. And I'll never, forever forget it. And she looked at Dennis and she went, were you a gypsy? And uh, I was like, oh, my goodness, like... I had the exact vision when I when I, well when we saw, I saw Dennis. I actually thought he was a gypsy, not that he was dirty or anything like that, but he looked like someone who worked on a fairground. You know, like you see him sometimes in a like with a beard and and that. And apparently, yeah, he did used to work on a fairground. And I was like, <laughs> you know, me just it. So anyway, so we then come to the church and become church family. Um, where are we going? And then. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find. In June, um, so yeah, so that was all happy. And then, um, so we had Daniel in the November, no, sorry, in the August. And then in the December um, of 2008, we then found out that my mum had got cancer. And it was two days before Christmas, so it was really, really hard for us. Um, it was really bad, and, you know, again, I just couldn't understand. But my mum passed away, um, Decept well, it's eight years today that my mum passed away. Um, and what really made me happy is that she actually got to see me and Dennis in June. We actually got baptised with Reese here. Um, and it was, like, the best ever. Um, and then... In 2008-2009, uh, Dennis become really, really ill. Um, he kept collapsing, um, and he was in and out of hospital 13 times. He was admitted in and out of hospital. They didn't know what was wrong. We was coming here getting prayed for him, and 
everything was just going wrong. He was like really ill, and we just didn't know it was like to do with his chest. Um, and you know, in the end, I was well, everyone was praying for him and that, but we just didn't seem to be getting answers. And and in the end, we were blessed by this. Really, like we were praying, and we did actually get an answer, and he was transferred to where he needed to be. But then, every time I was coming into the church, everything kept seeming to go wrong for us. And it's so true that when things go wrong, God is with you. But it's so easy, as we say, to step out. And the enemy loves it. Like, as Lynn said, you know, when you've taken that armour off your head, like, it's so easy to listen to lies. And, you know, God has been with me. That song, he has never, ever let me go through my darkness times. But I literally turned away from this church. Um, I listened to lies from the enemy that, well, brought me away from my church family for three years and just really, really awful things. Um, I was just bitter, nastiness. And as I just said, God knows when you're in your mother's womb how you're going to turn out, what roads you're going to lead. And he knew my roads. He knew that I should have been born on the full, uh, 14th of February, and I was actually born on the 14th of... Uh, sorry, on the 4th of January. So, one, he knew that I was going to be impatient. Two, he knew I was going to be stubborn. Um, so, you know, he knew that seed, and he planted that seed in me. Um, so... Yeah, so I turned myself away from the church, and Dennis was like, oh, you know, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, everything's going wrong, and they're just, you know, they're just not good people. I've given up on that. But I hadn't actually turned away from God. It was just the lies of the enemy that I was believing. So, obviously, um, my son, Reese was doing really, really well. He was still going to church. He didn't go... He's, he's still really good friends with all the youth, but he then started to go to Restore. And he became a youth leader um, for about a year. And he met this girl, Lena. And Michelle, funny enough, again, here, turned around and said to me, like when we used to come to the church, you know, he is gonna, God is going to provide a Christian girl for him. And... God has. He's met Lena. They've been together um, three years. She's in Germany doing law and whatever. Amazing. Family, a Christian. And Reese and her are doing really, really well. Also here as well, um, God has given me where I was prayed for about a house because me and Dennis were trying to get a better house. Michelle's sister prayed. A house was given. As regards of listening still to, you know, all these amazing things that happen, I still chose to listen to the enemy. But unfortunately, on the 15th of May of this year, my life was shattered again because obviously Dennis passed away and it was sudden. I found him and it was the most horrible thing ever. But I know God is with God and he's out of that misery. Um, the day Dennis died, obviously I phoned or checked somebody from the church to let them know that he'd passed away. And that afternoon, bless Kate and Mitch, they had actually came, which is the pastors of this church, came round 
absolutely petrified to knock on my door because obviously what I'd been saying about them. Um, and obviously they knew how stubborn and nasty I could be. Um, but I welcomed them in. And they came in and had a cup of tea and whatever. And I forgive them. And I started praying and forgiving loads and loads of people. And that instant, the light then switched back on again. And God knew, right, as soon as you forgive, and let, the enemy hates it. Um, the, I well, I just can't say the, the strength that I've been given the last few months is amazing. Um, a couple of days after Dennis died, I actually came downstairs and I was sitting there because I just couldn't sleep. And Rita done this picture of us, and there's this, Dennis looks just so beautiful in this picture. And I just happened to stand there, and I actually felt God say to me, he's with me, like, he's with his father. Dennis lost his dad when he was 10, the same age as Daniel. And he didn't, his dad wasn't really a, a fatherly dad, but what he can remember. But Jesus has actually said, you know, I am his father, and he is walking with me. And then from that, it was like God then was putting everything in perspective, like the funeral arrangements. It was, you know, everybody was coming to help and like what I wanted and, you know, I didn't know what songs to have and that. But it was like God was saying, and all this was happening like this time of the morning. And I actually felt God say to me, because I was looking at Dennis, but I actually felt God say to me at this precise time, which was about six in the morning, would be the time that I was looking after Dennis. And I actually felt God say, but this is now your time of me healing you. You know, you've been Dennis's carer for the last nine years. I'm now caring for you. And just things were just happening. And, you know, obviously even down to the day of the funeral, the strength I got, I just can't thank God enough that... I, I, you know, the, the funeral, the, the hearse come and I was really worried because I knew what I was like when my mum turned up. But Kate and Mitch were there and that would give me peace. And I actually managed to walk in front of the hearse um, before we, like, at the street. And even down to the service, I actually walked in. And as I walked in, I was giving roses out to people, but I chose to walk in before... But obviously Dennis went, but it felt like I was getting married. It was absolutely, even though it was a sad time, it was like I said, like I got married to Dennis, but said goodbye at the same time. And yeah, I just, as you know, things just keep happening and happening. And everybody's sort of saying to me, you know, what is, what is it you're doing? And I've said, well, you know, it's God's power. You know, um, when you forgive and... You know, when you're with them people, God's people, or even just God, even if you're not with them, he's with you no matter in your darkest places. And, you know, Michelle, I was talking to Michelle, and I was like, God, you know, what do I say? What do I do? And what song do I have? And and that was the song that came on my heart. And it is so true. You know, when you're in your darkest places, um, and you think God... You know, you're not walking with God. He never lets you go. And even down to the visions that I've been getting, it's like it's been where, obviously, the other week I had the um, drawmetry, drawmetry 
the verse 33 where it says, the internal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. Um, they will thrust out the enemy from before you are and, are, and say destroy. Because I kept getting this vision of like Jesus as the greatest showman. It was like a big circus ring. And Jesus, it was a circus man, but in my point of view, it was God saying that he's the greatest showman. And, you know, he, that safety net that he provides, when we fall in, his arms are always there. He's always catching you and he always picks you up. So that is my testimony. Well done, Alison. That, um, that is such a helpful testimony you just gave. We thank you. Lord, I want to thank you for the glory that Alison has given to you. Lord, we want to bless her and protect her. Lord, thank you that you have been with her all the time through every bit. And thank you that she's a living witness to that. And Lord, we pray more for Alison. Lord, we pray that she is more and more grounded in you. Lord, we pray that she is able to... Um, work and, and do more for your kingdom and that perhaps her sharing her testimony today is the start of that Lord, we thank you for the gift of the holy spirit that you've given her and lord may she become more and more aware of your spirit that is living in her we thank you lord and we thank you for that family we thank you for reese and daniel and bless them and keep keep on loving them up lord we pray and helping them to prosper and so their dad will be so happy and proud of them and i'm sure that um he is so proud today of alison standing here and giving glory to you we thank you, Lord.